Hello and welcome to a, another episode of Tea Time with me, Charlie. I can't hear your audio. Can you not hear my audio? <laughs> oh wait, I can hear you now. I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, It's okay. God. We're going to we'll, we'll... <laughs> oh dear, we'll, we'll just, ha- we'll, that's our new intro, guys. <laughs> it's us not hearing each other. Okay. Let's... What's really funny is before this, we had several moments of like just <laughs> laughing and not able to start the podcast. So hello, everyone. <laughs> hello. Hello. It's, it's me. Tea time with me, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And me, tea time with Megan. <laughs> me, tea time with Megan. Okay. We're... So, for anyone who is listening, we are both mentally okay. Just going insane. <laughs> Just it's it's we're we're okay. We're we're fine. Mostly, <laughs> we haven't cried in an hour, which is good. So. so today we need to have a a talk listeners we need to have a little talk okay so get get nice and cozy get really close and listen to my sorts of tones we are we have a very special guest with us today she doesn't know she's on it though she's uh she's kind of been thrown into the deep end this this week and really uh, no well not really she does know she's sorted it all out. <laughs> our special our special interview is with none other than our co-host awesome queen megan and yes. she and we, we were both like look we're going to interview other people but why don't we put some time aside to talk about ourselves because we don't do that enough on this podcast no no, no we don't definitely no, not just definitely not no. <laughs> just no we don't we don't talk about ourselves enough so this week we're going to learn all about Megan. Well, I say all about Megan, mostly about Megan. So yeah, <laughs> not my life and my past history, just just the art side. Just, just but the what art I will, side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what I will say before we start this vain ass starting, um, mm-hmm. what's your drink of today, Charlie? We can't oh, get that botched. <laughs> so, so for anyone who is a regular, you'll know me. I'm a lemonade person, so I'm drinking lemonade today. But you can imagine on this wintry snowy Sunday that we are recording but it's going to be a Wednesday for you guys when you listen to it but I'm drinking hot chocolate but I'm not I'm drinking lemonade so oh I know I really it's really snowy and beautiful outside I just can't be bothered to put the kettle on and I'm just like you know what I'll just pour a can you know that's easier pretty much but what are you drinking dearest Megan I'm drinking a fruit blend J2O. Ha, got everybody because they probably thought it was an energy drink when they had fruit blend. Yeah. <laughs> fruit blend J2O. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got dear. you, it's flat. <laughs> See, whenever when I was a kid, I always thought J2O was like alcoholic. Same. And I was like, and it's like, it turns out it's just really boozy juice. Boozy juice. Yeah. 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 There's no booze at all. <laughs> <laughs> no booze, just bougie. Bougie. Oh, no. Okay, so. We'll crack on with this uh, with this interview, but first, Megan, tell it, give us a little little amuse bouche of your work. Of <laughs> give us a little um tidbit of what your work is about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I've written down. I'm a Leicester-based Ooh. artist. My work currently looks at dazzle art based on camouflage and looking at animals and pattern. My research looks into dazzle art as it was used during the war era to mislead the enemy. Um, with fantastic patterns. <laughs> uh, my work is painting based. I do acrylic on canvas, but I also like to use sculpture or 3D relief paintings. I don't like to call them sculpture because I get triggered. Mm. And I think Charlie knows exactly what devil calls that trigger. Yes. <laughs> is it even a trigger? I'm just a dick. I'm like, it's not a sculpture, it's a 3D painting. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, sculpture, sculpture is like yeah don't get don't get me started on what I think sculpture is and what I think what I don't think sculpture is because we'll be here forever <laughs> yeah but I don't class myself as a sculpture person no. but recently my work has moved into installation base and it's got black and white pattern and it's just madness that's my introduction madness <laughs> darling okay so your f- first question first question Yes. What has your favourite exhibition been ever? Well, I have been very spoiled and I went to New York and see, seen and seen. Mm. 
and I've seen many amazing cool. shows like at the Met and the MoMA but the one that I was most excited about was not in New York and it sounds really bad because as a professional artist it should be like oh I saw this most beautiful painting on show in the MoMA and I loved it mm-hmm. my favorite exhibition was the Van Gogh VR experience <laughs> and that's probably really bad and like millennial or something but I loved it because it's like you sit in a room and you're mesmerized with all the colors and the lights and you sit yeah. in the experience although argument point the ceiling should have been interactive too because it's like you had this surround of a painting and then the ceiling was black it's like what like the floor yeah, was moving because me and Will were walking on it and it was like we're walking through it was really hard to walk because your brain was <laughs> tricked into thinking it was like water <laughs> yeah oh and see I I love Van Van Gogh Van Gogh however you say it he, he was an <laughs> awesome artist and and I when I saw you like I've, I, I see pictures of all your of everything you do and I'm just like <laughs> I was I was here, you know, like what looking at these pictures, I was just like, my God, why couldn't I go to this exhibition? Like I, I would have been there just either, you know, like you sat in Van Gogh's bedroom, like yes. a, a reconstruction of it, not his not her his actual bedroom, because obviously that would be <laughs> some time travel breaking the law kind of shit. But oh yeah. You know, but it was yeah. really good. I think the tickets were like £13 or something, which wasn't that bad at all. That's not but it's bad. like you had 45 minutes in a deck chair watching the world go by. It's like me and my partner were just sat living our best lives in there. Yeah, just but like, honestly, if it's around again, we'll have to like do a group tour, socially distanced group tour. Socially distanced. Yes, and I, <laughs> I think that's going to be something that the the future is very much going to be, socially distanced everything. But Oh, yeah. That will, And we'll, we'll talk about... <laughs> that would t- that would be a, an episode in the future but so yes. moving on to our and it is before we move on to our next question was that any more other favorable exhibitions you've been to or was that like your god tier you know perfect <laughs> orgasm like I feel like there should be other ones that I really enjoyed but that one was just so fun that's like my top <laughs> yeah that's like my top mm. top three mm. yes uh so <laughs> Next question, your favourite piece of work you've made and why it's your favourite? Ooh, what a good question. (laughs) Uh, Tiger Days. So this is an acrylic painting and it's got black and white striping on it. And then in the centre, there's two big tigers. It's recently been changed to spray painted like misted orange surrounding Mm -hmm. the tigers, but they've got no eyes and that creeps a lot of people out. But I like my paintings like I like my illustrations soulless and eyeless um, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't come at me <laughs> so um, soulless and eyeless yes we love it this piece uh I mean isn't it <laughs> uh, I will feature this piece on our tea time Instagram so you can see what painting I'm on about that does happen mm-hmm. with every artist we feature um yes. but this piece was inspired by Dazzler and camouflage and it features two tigers in the center oh I wrote down that it was painted during the time of Tiger King which is true but it was nothing to do with Tiger <laughs> King but it's like a fun fact like it was painted during that during that hype and it has nothing to do with that hype at yeah. all um because tigers are great they have like amazing patterns that blend in and hide everywhere and then mm. my psychotic mind decided to melt them yes don't you just love melted animals yeah, yeah. Iconic. I can't like, wait to do a panda one day and scare everybody. Yeah. Like, like ever <laughs> since I've known you, like mm. the idea of like animals being in included in your work in one way or another has been quite prominent. And I, I remember in first year, first year at uni, oh and we, God, yeah. <laughs> it was it was very much like animals, animals and nature in plain sight in urban areas, in metropolitan like areas, and then becoming part of it. And yeah. and then in second year with the the whole mechanical car car grills with mixed in with like bits of like pigeon and not real pigeon guys <laughs> she wasn't a psychopath <laughs> and she didn't kill them but like fake pigeons and like yeah. suggestions. It's always been environmental, hasn't it? Mm. I think I've always been like an environmental queen. I just want to yes. save the planet and comment on it in any way possible. <laughs> like hi, Peter. Like. I have a, I have someone who's like a perfect sponsorship for you. <laughs> just but 
yeah, like ever, ever since I've known you, it's been your work has heavily involved the idea of, you know, something animalistic being in the in an environment, part of an environment, blended in, or you know, yeah. becoming like becoming the environment itself, and that's yeah, and and I'm I've well, for someone who's seen it for this many years, I fucking love it, and I can't get enough of it. So thank you. Know. you. <laughs> But, I do love that though yeah. <laughs> what's funny to me is like in second year it became a massive argument of like they're going to change cars to electric and it's going to be such a hideous thing on the environment and they're going to get mm. rid of petrol stations and all this research and then it's like you get to 2020 when things were supposed to happen and it's like all that research I did and the stuff they said were going to happen hasn't happened, happened. <laughs> yeah it's, it's, oh. it's as if our government changed their minds which they don't do very often Oh no! Oh no! They're shame. very. Yeah, it would would be a shame if they changed their minds. Anyway, <laughs> so onto the onto our next question of our lovely interview. What mm. does your art mean to you? As in, does it have a story or a meaning, or is it just for the shits and giggles? <laughs> um. Well, I put here. Wow. It depends on the era you refer to, because obviously sometimes I mm-hmm. shit post my paintings. There's no. <laughs> it's there um but my current work uh for uni purposes looks at dazzle art so that's like Mm -hmm. my research base for university but for me on like a personal level it feels like I'm trying to hide in the installation my outfits match and it reflects how I feel unheard like I'm the animal hiding from the predator within these massive installations Mm -hmm. and um I'm just going to put a trigger here because I know some people get a bit sensitive about certain things trigger warning trigger (laughs) warning I don't know if it's for everybody, but um, throughout the year, I struggle with mental health and I don't talk about it to many people, but in my past, I was sexually assaulted and raped and I've been threatened and a whole goodie bag of trauma, which I love that. I'm just (laughs) going to say that's going to be like my t-shirt for life. I have a whole goodie bag of trauma. It's not necessarily good, but it's a goodie bag. (laughs) It's a goodie bag. It's a a nice little bag full of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I feel I'm a lot stronger than I was. Thanks to Charlie, because Charlie was the first person I spoke to about all of my trauma I'd spent like four years hiding it and it was quite hideous and then I was like Charlie let's have a talk it was the first Mm -hmm. person I trusted so I got all of that out there and then um I started talking to loved ones a couple of years later about it Mm -hmm. because I felt comfortable um but there's still these thoughts in the back of my mind and it causes dark days but it adds to my work because my demons are based off trauma so my illustration projects if people Mm -hmm. don't know and then I feel like my animals represent strengths and I think I've always shown the animals as my strengths because I always pick like tigers and really strong animals that mm-hmm. are the predators not the prey yeah. um they yeah they represent power strength and unity and they have a lot of thought throughout my work so I think although my work on a practical side for university it is research and very serious like mm-hmm. um dazzle and camouflage on the internal artist side for me they represent me hiding because yeah. I know I don't talk about my feelings very much I don't want to talk about my fe- I say that <laughs> this podcast is just me absolutely shit posting but um yeah that's that's how my work is yeah. but so obviously obviously I'm you know we have discussed stuff before we talk all the time like literally like, <laughs> yeah all the time like literally it'd be like 11 11 p.m at night and we'd send each other like look at this somebody just posted this oh my god it's cute <laughs> so we are you know and I've said this before but I am you know I were I'm I'm grateful now and I will forever be grateful for you yeah. trusting in me always because you yeah. know I never had people never trusted me with anything like that before and you know obviously I have a I have a duty as your best friend I'm just saying I'm, a, I'm, I'm yeah. assuming I'm assuming she's my, my best friend oh you are my best friend for life we are tied now you're tied with my tied. traumas no, that's fine that's fine that's and I can deal with that that's fine and okay. like I've forgotten what I was gonna say my, my train of thought was going and it, it it fell off the track that's my fault no uh-huh. it wasn't your fault but like you know and to, to be to be trusted like that and mm. to sit to you know for I'm I'm you've you've known ever since you've known me you know I'm one of these people that 
I will happily talk about my mental health all the time because yeah. I think not enough men do it and well just in general not enough people do it that it's yeah it is still a very uncomfortable stigmatized to- topic and I think a lot of people don't realize how much like how much of a coping mechanism make art making is yeah it is yeah you know it you get these you know 40 40 year old wannabe white ass women who like <laughs> go into hobby craft and be like oh I want to paint a picture because I'm stressed and really the only thing she has to be stressed about is making sure her kids go to school in the morning and that her husband t- comes home from work the next day that that's literally the the most thing she needs to be stressed about but then yeah. there's you know and people seem to forget that artists themselves and I'm and I'm one of these people and I'm sure everyone who is an artist who is can vouch for this that your work when an artist makes work like for you like you were saying that it's that it means a lot to you it means like it's it's an extension of yourself it is an extension of your actual soul and yeah it's you know sometimes it doesn't mean to be that but it does it becomes that because you invest so much time and so much energy into making it to what into a vision of what you think you want it to be and yeah it's you know like obviously I, I'm I'm so jealous of people who can just shit up for the shits and giggles <laughs> and it'd be like yeah. a fucking masterpiece I'm I fucking oh, hate God, those I know. like I'm just I'm like so look, jealous but I'm also like you do your thing but I hate you Loki <laughs> yeah I'm just like look I'm gonna sit here in the corner be so jealous of you but also praise you because you can do that yeah but I'd like to say that I was so lucky that because I went through mentally so much in first year and I'm not one for talking about what I'm feeling because I it's like I don't want to burden people with my emotions and what I'm feeling it's it's I don't know I have some sort Mm. of brain complication where I think that my feelings don't matter um but it was so nice to finally have somebody and when I met you it was like we felt so comfortable with each other it's like yeah it was I was finally able to speak my what was going on I'd Mm. spent four years in the dark well longer with the sexual assault Mm. that was like oh girl that was that add some sprinkles I can't think of how the timeline I think that was another two years on top so I was like six years in the dark I'd not spoken to anybody about it and it was such a freeing thing and you were Mm. so like the best person to talk about it to I was very lucky and uh, and like I said, I feel so thankful for that. And mm. I know that, you know, you know, you like if you're like listen to every <laughs> podcast since now and you and you get you've got to know me, I could talk for fucking England. Literally, <laughs> I could talk to anybody. I will I'm give me a fucking podium and I will talk and talk <laughs> and talk. But you know, I think one obviously sidetracking from the interview a little bit, but yep. <laughs> you know, the one th- the one thing that you taught me from you know while being at uni while making work is to listen you taught me the importance of listening and actually like it's not like I didn't listen to people before but (laughs) like I was you know I was just an ignorant bitch but like you you made me realize the importance of that the importance of listening and you know kind of you know just being there and being supportive because I've never really had I never really had a friendship group at school I'd, I'd say I had a friendship group we hung out together but mm. I would would I say they're my they were my friends not really no but yeah. you know where when whereas when we came to uni and I was with you you know I actually got the basis of a friendship and I was like yeah. and you taught me all those things while you know I was just like look I and no I'd like to think I'm the, that kind of person that, that if you called me at half past one in the morning and you yeah. said, Charlie, I need you. I would be there. You, you know? are, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, I'd like to think I'm that kind of person. But, you know, yeah, it's, I, I, I've lost my train of thought again. <laughs> no, I hell? think that's true, though. I think we both taught each other things very early on in uni, and it was such a mm. critical time that yeah. it's like you go into uni, you don't really have any friends, and it's like you're throwing 
in such a deep end and we formed mm-hmm. such a tight bond like clicked yeah. so instantly and it's like you taught me to be more confident because I was like a shell creature shy and I'd suddenly gotten my truth out there and I felt yeah. confident and very like powerful sassy bitch honestly 100% <laughs> so I think it's one of those where we both gained something from each other yeah. and uh yeah you're my best friend beach <laughs> see we you know we 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 just be vibing here and I don't use oh, that 100%. term lightly because obviously I'm not no, one of those ticky tocky people like I don't know what that term means so I might have used it wrong uh, I'm sorry that might be me <laughs> <clears throat> okay but um so we'll, we'll move we'll move on to our next question which yeah, sorry, is sorry I got a bit deep everybody <laughs> it it's fine we we enjoy we enjoy <laughs> we enjoy it when it goes deep don't we oh anyway <laughs> <laughs> anyway next question funnily enough we were talking about uni <laughs> this happens every time <laughs> literally every episode we should we should just make a uni episode where we just chat shit about uni i say this every time we'll do I it say that i have future. to be careful i'm still at uni <laughs> yeah but Aww. but as i said before you're not a bar anymore you're a ma <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so what was and is or might be your favorite <laughs> university memory try and pick uh, one okay try and pick oh one. i had to i put on my notes where to start and i put charlie and i have a fabulous list i'll do a top three and then the top one i don't yeah. know if i ended up doing that oh no i did <laughs> I, <laughs> okay so the three before the top one is when charlie and i were having a bad day i was going through a breakup and had missed valentine's day hype and basically, mm-hmm. we were having a god-awful week. And we I think were. Charlie knows what I'm referencing. Yes. And oh, we even had a fallout with a friend that week. It went from, like, grand to real awful day. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, Charlie and I were walking, moping around town, window shopping. And then we back when we went to London, <laughs> we'd mm-hmm. gone to M&S. And there, it was about Valentine's Day at that time. And yeah. we went into M&S, and there was reduced chocolate. And it was the best day ever. And for some reason, when we were in town at this week, we decided to go M&S and we bought loads yeah. of chocolate. And I'm not even lying. We were so happy. <laughs> Actually, and, and, and it was literally, I think it was like literally like two days after Valentine's. Like, cause we, when we went to, when we went to London, it was, yeah. it was the 15th of February, literally the day after. And yeah. we were, and obviously for no, for those who don't know, we were, we were in London because we were, we I was I I don't want to toot my own horn because it should be about you, but no, we were. I uh, I was shortlisted for a art prize in London. Long story short, I didn't win because they have no taste. Honestly, um, he should have won. You should have seen his work versus the others, and I am so annoyed. But people yeah. thought we were a couple, and that was hilarious as fuck. And it was it was just nice trolling them, and they had tiny fucking eclairs. They were so tiny. It was like, what's the point? Oh my god, I got so excited to show you. I was like, look at this eclair, and you were like, I can't eat, and I'm like, I'm gonna eat this tiny eclair. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so it and literally like we were, I was literally my ass was hanging out my face that day. I was just like, you know what, I'm done with this. Just want to go home. And our and our train home like we we left mm. we left the venue at like 6 p.m ish yeah. our train wasn't until like half nine at night no it wasn't so we were sat there in pa- St Pancras station it was we were, we were just like you know what let's have a wander around so we went into the M&S there just like we'll just we'll just vibe we'll just go have a look in the days yeah. where you had where it wasn't non-essential the same yeah. <laughs> and we went in and we were like oh just looking around and this guy brings out this trolley of full of these chocolates that have been reduced and we're just like what are, they, are these reduced and, and like we had a look and they were like boxes of chocolates i don't mean tiny boxes of chocolates <laughs> i mean you know substantial boxes oh. of chocolates normally like eight nine quid for like two quid and we were like yeah that is a fucking steal i'm and we literally <laughs> we i think we bought the entire trolley oh we bought so much back it was hard to get on the train <laughs> yes. and oh. then yeah we had a really shit day i think it was it wasn't the same year no, I think it was it literally the it was literally like the so the next year like the next Valentine's Day. Oh God, we just had such an awful yeah. time. It was, and we were like, let's go to town. But also, yeah. I was avoiding people in the studio as well. So yeah. it was a I think, we, yeah, we were t- second second year around Christmas time, Valentine's Day. It was a really tough time. It was just, yeah. I think, it, it was just a tough time, and like every year, it, this sort of time generally is. 
But yeah, we d- yeah. we went into town and we we're just like, yeah, we'll fuck. You know, it's after Valentine's Day. Let's fucking go into MS and just see what's going on. And they had some, and I, I remember we both literally <laughs> wept with joy. We were like, hell oh God, to do the you remember guests. how much stuff we carried back? And then we got to the studio and we were just like handing out chocolates to like the mm-hmm. people in our group, not really yeah. outside. No. But oh. we weren't those then, kind of people. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then I also put on my top three list New York but I'm not going to delve into that because I think we've done enough of that in other podcasts. Check out the other podcasts for that. Yes. Um, and then I put the start of Lustrum Star because that was a pretty big Yes. Jump. Oh, I remember um, that. If you yeah, get, I put if... Honourable... Oh. oh, sorry. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> um, I put Honourable Mention, Ghost Videos in the Studio. Yes. My <laughs> God. Yeah. Oh, see, it was. I think it was more... I'm trying to... Third year was the better year we were watching Ghost yeah, Videos. Yeah, we found because, the best ones then. Yeah, but literally, <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be sat there so so close to each other, like, huddling each other, like, oh, my God, is it going to pop out? What's going to happen? And literally, yeah. we'd... Oh. oh. I can't remember the one that did us, but we ended up, like, literally throwing ourselves across the room at our fit. Oh, uh, and <laughs> I know... It? I know the I know the channel. We were watching a, a a documentary about shadow people. Oh shoot! It was, wasn't it? Yes, and we was no, and, and it was some a, a guy. He's got a YouTube channel, and we were just like, oh okay, we'll watch his watch his video. And he what his he's set he's been having activity in his bedroom, or one of his oh, bedrooms. Oh no! I remember now. Oh no! Yeah, and he he goes in the room. He's just having a normal day. He opens the door. And there's this, this figure sat on the bed. And both of us, literally, we were both just like, nope, we're out of there. We're back, we're, you know, we're, we're on our way to Mexico. Let's fucking get out of here. We were, we were. Oh, we, it was terrifying. Oh, we jumped out of our skin. Like, literally, I th- I've, I've not moved that fast away from my screen. It felt so casual too, though, because he literally was just opening the door. He's like, I've been hearing banging. I did not expect that. And neither did you. No, and uh, because he he has, he did say in his video, he did have cats. And I just thought, oh, it's obviously his cat upstairs. He's hearing his bangings. Goes upstairs and this full on, like, shadow figure sat on his bed. And it's not like, and it's it's not like it was like a hoax or anything, because he literally, he jumps himself. He moves the camera for like a, a millisecond. And then mm. it's gone. And it's like, okay. Oh, it's hideous. And he has other videos on his channel. Yeah. It's just gross. <laughs> yeah. Not gross because it's disgusting or anything. Just gross because it scared the absolute shit out of us every time. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Though. It was um, funny. I, put, <laughs> I ended up putting top memory. Um, you'll probably think this is daft. This is probably not the top memory, but there's like so many I couldn't pick one. Mm-hmm. But what I chose was when we were in the lift. <laughs> yes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and Charlie moved. Okay, right. Backstory. I have a bit of a problem with lifts. I have a bit of a thing with heights. I'm sure that's not really a surprise. Um, mm. And I have this fear of lifts, as I think many people do. And Charlie moved the handle in the lift, but it made such a clunking noise, yeah. didn't it? It sounded yeah. like. <laughs> this, just, uh, just, just for a bit of context these lifts we're talking about these are brand new lifts in a building that's probably like two years old now like well it's yep. five years old now but oh gosh yeah like the building was freshly br- still brand new and <laughs> the hang the hang ra- handrail the screw was loose on the handrail in the in the lift and it made yep. a really it made literally like a tearing metal kind of <laughs> screeching sound as I moved it and oh Oh, I had a full-on panic attack and started hysterically laughing. Like, we came out the lift and both fell to the floor laughing hysterically (laughs) because I I I thought I'd died in the lift and gone to hell with that noise. (laughs) And we came out into the corridor and my panic attacks are usually, like, laughing, not... (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's usually the vibe. And me and Charlie were just hysterically laughing in the corridor. And then, who is it? One of the teachers came out. I think it was uh, Andy. He was walking through and he was just like, you all right? It was like because it was just us like like wetting ourselves. Obviously, I have a thing about lifts too. Not of, obviously, I'm I can get in one and I'm fine. I'm more the fact that if it if it Sudden moves death. all of a sudden that it it makes yes. my heart jump into my oh god yeah. When you think about the other building, yeah. <laughs> okay. Side story to before we finish this story, we were in uh, the Cleffin building at Demonfoot, and their lifts are old. And oh. there's this lift, and every time it goes up, it dro- when it gets to the floor, 
it stops and then it drops and me and Charlie both screamed for <laughs> <Yeah>. this lecture. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, it's, everybody we went, was in the hallway. Yeah, like literally, like there's a, the, how where the lift was. Like our lecture theatre, like our lecture room is literally just outside these lifts, and everyone yeah. was outside waiting to go in. It was really, it was really quiet. <laughs> like it was nine a.m. in the morning. I don't know, me and Megan, like the lift doors open, it's just me and Megan screaming our, our head off because the, the lift did a, did a drop. And yeah. Oh God, that was so, we were so awake for that lesson. We were so, we were so, I think, I think that was the most productive I've ever been in a lecture. I was just, they, do you reckon they make those lifts that way for a reason? Oh God, honestly, I was either going to like shit myself or die. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh. I know our viewers can't see us. But I'm just I'm saying this, I'm gonna say this for your enjoyment, Megan. My cat is sat behind me. She's <laughs> and she's kicking me. Every time it's I like, speak, she's just like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. So if oh if no. you if you hear rustling and <laughs> she's she, yeah, she's not stopping, but no, she's just, not but just, yeah. I it's quite funny. I approve of your of your top of your top choices. Mm. And I did think it was funny though because it caused so much trouble because people in the mm -hmm. studio hated us because we were laughing hysterically yes. in the corridor and yeah. then we had the fight problem afterwards with somebody else who was really like I'm having a bad day and you're outside laughing hysterically in the corridor having fun I'm <laughs> having a bad day <laughs> and it's like bitch we thought we were gonna die we were hysterically <laughs> laughing in the corridor because <laughs> we thought we were dying <laughs> literally like we thought we were gonna plummet to our death okay this is perfectly rational for a near-death experience okay oh, oh safe to say funny. safe to say we didn't speak to that person ever again <laughs> Thank goodness. The world's been yeah. pretty good since. <laughs> it has been. No near-death lift experiences ever since as well. But, Love it. <laughs> yeah. What is my favourite uni experience? You'll have to wait oh. and find out. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Why do I, I feel like we're like those little green men from Toy Story? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the claw. <laughs> oh, dear. That's what I say to shake your lace feet. Um, <laughs> and uh, anyway so back to our questions back to our questions mm -hmm. when when most really important question when did you start your artistic journey and if you say five minutes ago I will beat your ass <laughs> so tempting um, no. <laughs> uh, I wrote down a levels right okay so yeah. I've been doing art like any child since childhood I've been drawing mm -hmm. awful pictures since I was a fetus um, mm -hmm. But during my A-levels, my teacher said I wouldn't be an artist. Um, she basically said to give up and don't bother. She said that my art was not, I shouldn't pursue it sort of thing. And I was so mad. Before that, I was like very obsessed with photography. That was the route I think I was going to go down. And then I had yeah. this meeting with this teacher and she was like, you'll never make it in the art world. And that is where my artistic journey started. Because I was like, bitch, <laughs> bet, I'm going to do it and you're going to watch. <laughs> <clears throat> oh excuse me not covid promise uh, but yeah seeing like i can see like where obviously like i said this when we in our previous interviews that most people who do art at a degree level have done it since they were little bit little children or yeah. they've had some kind of big 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 influence and you know and can I just apologise for someone who has been in the education, who has done stuff in the education sector, that yeah. I, I will apologise on behalf of teachers. Obviously, I ain't <laughs> one. I'm not one. But, you know, if a teacher ever said, you know, if a, if a teacher ever said that to me, I'm, I'm sorry. But I, I think, well, obviously, you did that. You took the right, you took the right path. You were just like, look, bitch, I'm going to prove you wrong. But... <laughs> If a teacher I mean, ever says that to you, I'm sorry that they don't deserve to be a teacher, and you don't deserve you don't deserve, you know, that treatment. You, you you deserve more from them. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think that they shouldn't right. prejudge what they think kids will do or won't do. I think that's kind of no. disgusting. Yeah. But I'm really thankful that this heartless cold lady back in the day said you will never be an artist. And she hated black paint. And I put this whole project that I'm currently doing to her because I have never <laughs> used a whole black tub of paint in my life. And this year I have. Thank you. <laughs> and and um, I can vouch for that. 
I can vouch that Megan has never used a whole tub of black paint because our studio was always covered in every other colour but black. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I can I can vouch for that. But so, <laughs> um, moving on to our next question. Moving on. I, I, I say we're moving on. We probably won't. But when of when? Duh, I can't read. I can't read today. What That's is okay. your what is your dream project like what is your absolute amazing like if you had all the money in the world you know you had no limits no like barriers what would your dream project be see I put down a list and I think it just gets funnier as it goes along read me the list to be an artist by living which I mean if I got all the money I don't need that one anymore basically done that (laughs) uh run and own my own venture with a gallery that would be quite cool to have work on show at the MoMA or the mm-hmm. MoMA. I always say it wrong. I think I say I'm, it wrong. I'm pretty sure you have to be dead to be in the MoMA. That's all right. I can fix that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> okay, if any serious family members are listening, I'm joking. I'm joking. Jo- <laughs> um, yes, she literally, this is like, side note. We would this we would be, we'd say this to each other literally on a daily basis <laughs> for the entire three years. Like, I just want to die. there's no seriousness to it um but my final one of what my dream project would be to be commissioned by the queen to do a painting (laughs) would that not be iconic or someone famous but mostly the queen but i don't know if she'll be alive when i get famous yeah so (laughs) so maybe prince charles maybe Maybe. Maybe if he wants a black and white painting, go mm-hmm. go for it. <laughs> well, he's he's that old, you know. He's he'd probably feel right at home with a black and white painting. But nice. <laughs> see, that is that is some perfectly good aspirational stuff. That that makes me feel wholesome. And it's like mm. Mm. she's got goals. Mm. <laughs> mm. Makes me this feel is good. where it ends up being like I've put it out into the universe, and it's not like the royal queen. It's just like a drag queen, which is also iconic. <laughs> is there any other? Um, hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, yeah, like I'm sorry, but the, the moment I'll call our 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 ruler, our our hmm. monarch, our monarch, the queen, is when she you know struts down a runway, lip syncs, does the splits and death drops at the end. You oh, know. she already does so much. Like yeah. she's done so much. She has done her. so much. <laughs> See, I have conflicting opinions, but we won't get into that now. Um, so. What is the best advice you were given as an artist, or if you haven't been given any advice, what piece of advice would you give as an artist? Ooh, okay, so I've written down, I'm so bad at lists at the minute. You could tell I've been yeah. writing an essay because oh they're just lists. I, th- I, th- <laughs> I, think, I think you've been doing too many BuzzFeed quizzes and BuzzFeed lists. <laughs> I wish I had time. <laughs> um, but I, one of the things I got, at university was to take photos of the work and step away and that was mm. so important I think that that's something that artists should do more and yeah. then um make different works all at once so you don't focus on one mm-hmm. it's like it's also chaotic it's really hard to do that as well yeah. <laughs> and then something my grandma said was to ask um it doesn't hurt to ask because people can only say no and that's yeah. something I take with she I take her advice everywhere. She was an amazing woman. But <laughs> she used to say, it doesn't hurt to ask. People can only say no. So when I go to like art ventures and stuff, like you ask the questions because they can mm-hmm. only say no. Well, they can exactly. say yes. But I, I love that and I take that with me everywhere. But she also gave me the advice of like be honest and be yourself. There's no point lying. So exactly. iconic woman. But yeah, I wouldn't say that was advice as an artist so much, but it's helped me through my artistic career. So, oh, Charlie just got kicked. Oh, you're in trouble. There's a cat paw on the shoulder. Yeah, she's, oh. my, my cat is flexing. <laughs> it, he's, she's flexing. She's like, look, I can kill you. So stop being so loud. So, uh, she's also like, your grandma's advice is amazing. I'm just going to kill Charlie. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't mind oh me. God. Yeah, see, you know, I, th- I think like, it's, it's it's very like common not commonplace but you know it's, it kind of speaks for itself if you don't ask you don't know what opportunities you might get like yeah. if you go in with the mindset of being oh I'm you know I'm just a small town girl you know living in a lonely world you know I was so <laughs> ready to say that <laughs> but like if you just go in there thinking oh I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna get any 
I'm not going to get any further. You yeah. won't know until you ask. Like exactly. You know, you won't know until you you know. For all you know, you could go up to a person, an artist who you're sharing an exhibition with, and you ask them, "Hey, I really like your work. Um, would you be interested in a co- in a collaboration, or would you be interested in talking to me about it a bit more?" Yeah. Like you said, the worst they can say is no. Yeah. You know? And that that's going to be you know oh okay they said no that's fine pick yourself up move, move on. on yeah buy yourself yeah. some chocolate on the way home you know from M&S when it's after yes. Valentine's Day from M&S, best time yes. <laughs> M&S yeah. sponsor us sponsor <laughs> so, M&S please just give us your chocolate please we love you honest please we love you and <laughs> um, yeah so and yeah I th- I think obviously your grandma I never met your grandma and I know that she obviously you know she had such an influence on you as a person and I fucking love you mm. as a person so I know I don't fucking love that too so oh my god she know. was amazing she was so blunt she just said it how it was and I want to live that way that's the way yeah. I want to live yeah just be like I hate those shoes <laughs> but she was constructive she would say it in a constructive way it was always like she'd resolve mm. problems like quick and she was a businesswoman she had it all going Ooh. on she iconic queen going. I miss yeah. her <laughs> yeah. not saying that other people in my life aren't important but that was just like that's one of them yeah yeah Top that's <laughs> that's perfectly fine so we were on to our second to last question already oh my god Ooh. oh it feels like we, it feels like we've been talking for like no time at all but oh my god I bet it's like been ages <laughs> oh I know where would you love to exhibit if you had no barriers all the money in the world and literally everyone was like oh Megan let us exhibit your work where would you pick I mean I put really basic options like the Met the Guggenheim and the Tate so I was really really basic I think or the, th- or the palace the palace <laughs> oh, the palace yeah <laughs> I think I think for three of those galleries though like I said with Moma I think you need to be dead to exhibit I mean, however <laughs> however like you know I'm, I would love like I'd love to walk in and see your work like that and be like I went to uni with this bitch yeah I fucking Ooh, know her yeah, yeah you know I've got her on my speed dial like oh bitch they've hung your painting up upside <laughs> down you know <laughs> Oh, every time. Oh, my God. The amount of times I've messaged you, like, the work's upside down. I actually have to put top and bottom on my paintings now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you yeah. actually send a picture of your work into a gallery of it being correct way up. And you know what, right? Sometimes I take it as, like, the universe telling me maybe it looks better upside down. And then I go view it in person and I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Everybody dearly. has a preference to how the painting should be, but as an artist, I see it one way, so I don't know. Yeah. I think it's interesting. One way but still. or another. <laughs> oh no! Just not, just not upside down. I'm gonna kill you, kill you, kill you, kill you. <laughs> I think what's more insulting when I put top on a painting and they still have <laughs> it upside down. <laughs> it was like, but, see, I, why? <laughs> I think that's that's ba- that's just plain like deviance this is like you know what she said this is a top actually i'm gonna fuck her up but i'm just gonna put it upside down anyway you know i kind of wanted to speak to the person who hung it up and ask them like if they felt it like what they felt about it being Mm. that way if it was better or not but at first i was completely offended i'm like how dare they hang my painting upside down (laughs) and then it was like well actually as an artist maybe people see it other ways you get all spiritual (laughs) <laughs> yeah, spiritual yeah oh, dearie me but yeah that's I'd I'd yeah I I could see obviously I've not been to the Met I've not been to the, to the Guggenheim I've not been to, mm. Ma, to Mama to I've been on virtual tours but even then yeah. that's that's not really the same thing as being I know there. you know if we start making some good money like let's go <laughs> yeah oh I, I've, I've I've said to anybody who'll listen like I'm going to fucking New York and I don't care how, I don't care when, but I'm we're fucking gonna going. You would go we're, we're gonna, gonna go and we're gonna tear that city apart. Yes. And a Disney shop. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Disney. Even if we even if we take it as a one day trip, like literally we go on one day and we spend literally the moment we get there to the moment we leave, going here, there and everywhere. Oh then... my god. <laughs> that might be too much, Charlie. <laughs> 
We're doing it. We are doing it. You, can't do it. you cannot do New York in one day. Honestly, I think even a week is not enough because it's just too much in one yeah. week. I think it needs to be two weeks, but it's expensive. Expensive. <laughs> it is expensive. But it once we start earning some serious dollar, we'll be well up for it. If you can hear jingling, by the way, my cats have bells on their collars. And I did I did say, oh, Santa stayed for a one night stand. He's just leaving. But we are now like nearly at the end of January. Wouldn't kind of work. No. So anyway. Oh. Anyway. So final question. Is mm. there any advice you would give to a young a young artist or a, an artist who is starting their artistic journey or anything like that? What piece of advice would you give? for them to for them to take forward see I don't know if mine's helpful or not I just put life has many ups and downs art can be from the depths of hell or from the soul make art for you not for others listen to advice but don't let it take over because that's if I started mm -hmm. up that's what I'd want to hear yeah and I don't, I don't think that yeah that's that's I couldn't agree more like there's <laughs> you know I'd, I'd yeah I'd, I'd, I can't really add anything to that just that is <laughs> literally you know take it one take it one piece at a time if you hate it great if you don't great just yeah. learn from it you know you know oh 100% yeah yeah you know use use it to make you better not because you want to make others feel better like I just think that it should be their passion like yeah I think back in the day, like I was making paintings. Okay, you have like university and college and that lot, and you have to make paintings for deadlines and sp stick to specific things. But yeah. I think you should also take time to discover what your practice is and what you enjoy and make it exactly. for you, not for other people. And I think commissions are soul destroying for that reason too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, because it but, that's just because art is, art now is so money driven that. Yes. You know, it's it's insane. Like, obviously, we both we've both been there. We've both done it. That you know, we've had to sell our soul a little bit to you yep. know put some food on the table, kind of thing. It's like, but yeah. yeah, it does suck a bit, but it's fine. We're awesome. We can do it. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those, isn't it? Where it's like, I'm really grateful for the commissions because it's something different to get the word out there, but. It doesn't deviate me from my main practice and what I'm showing. Like I no. have my university work, but it doesn't mean I can stop and not exhibit what I'm feeling and loving elsewhere. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. But I mean, you don't have to take this advice, no. as I said. <laughs> See, I, I think at uni we were both just like, "Oh, you're offering us advice? Who asked?" <laughs> oh no, I hate that when people come up to you and they're like, "Oh, so you're painting like this? You're painting wrong." I'm like, listen, right, okay, there are certain techniques for things that help or do things differently, but don't tell somebody who's passionately making something that they're doing it wrong. Exactly. Like, get stuffed. If I want to paint with my paintbrush stuck up my nose, that is for me to do and not <laughs> you. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, like I, I know, like we both have different ways of working, very unorthodox way of working. Yeah. But at the same time, that's what that's how we work you know yeah. you don't go you don't go to you know you wouldn't go to um Monet who you know he loved painting outdoors in the fucking rain you know <laughs> you don't go you don't go you don't go up to him and say oh by the way you're using a paintbrush wrong can you imagine <laughs> you know well they well lots of people told him he was using his paintbrush wrong he just went you know what fuck you so hmm. you know I think you should just make how you want to make I mean it's yeah. good to take advice here and there like when my tutor first said to me you should take pictures of your work step away from it I was like who the hell are you to t tell me and then like two weeks later I was like oh my god she's a wizard yeah. <laughs> like literally take a picture take a picture and move away because sometimes you really you don't realize that your painting your pit or your piece is done yeah like until you take a picture of it like you might look yeah. at it and you might because you see it in its raw state all the yeah. time that you might just be adding stuff that makes it worse or well not worse there's no such thing as making worse art but well, no. well certain people there is debatable but, <laughs> debatable <laughs> that's but a personal my, thing <laughs> yeah but in most cases 
it's not mm. you know it's it's more you know it's more about harmony and or or not har- or no harmony you know it just depends on the yeah. piece of work you know it just shows up differently through a camera lens I think yeah. that's what I found. I still do that to this day. I'll look through it on a camera and you can zoom into different sections and it's like, well, hang on. It's like they say you should stand back from a painting and look at it. Like sometimes you won't have the space to do that or it still doesn't look right. But if you can mm. step away with your camera, take a picture of it, you can look at it later on in a different setting and it changes the feeling. Yeah. Um, but you don't have to take advice. And that is, no. I think that's for you to pick and choose what you feel is right for your practice and, not right exactly <laughs> that's <Yeah>. my two cents <laughs> two cents and it. it's worth it <laughs> oh. but we made that's it what, we made it that's, <laughs> that is all our questions all our all our questions and i'm incredibly grateful for you for sharing your your lovely artwork with the rest of the world and Thank if you. <laughs> people if you're listening you better go fucking check it out otherwise i'll come to your house and i'll be like why haven't you checked it out <laughs> that's not very covid friendly charlie you can't be doing that <laughs> okay i'll open a zoom call and ask you over zoom okay is that better <laughs> that seems okay <laughs> oh no okay <laughs> but well, yeah if anybody has any questions uh about the work just like email us let us know email us drop us a tweet drop us a, a direct message on instagram send us a letter i don't know where to <laughs> but send us a letter or whatever you know if you want to get on in email touch, yeah <laughs> If you want to get in touch with us, do okay. We um, right now, you know, we are more than happy to answer questions, to get in, get engaged, get involved. Or if you just I mean, want we to, we might say be hi. a bit slow. <laughs> we might be a bit yeah. slow this week for answering them, but maybe next week. <laughs> yeah, we we might um, be a little bit behind this week. We both do have an awful lot on our plates. With mm. with, I'm a critical worker during this lockdown, so I'm at work most days, yeah. and you've got deadlines, so. We're and both they're really cute. <laughs> yes. Um, so we're both a bit, little bit busy, but thank yeah. you again for for this. And next week, we will. You'll just have to find out. It's going to be a surprise. Yeah, we're going to have to surprise. figure out too. We'll have to yeah. figure out what that surprise is. Yeah. Um, what what was I going to say? Oh shit, just forgotten. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, if anybody who's an artist would like to have an interview with us, we won't be doing the same questions we've showed on here. That's a mm-hmm. surprise for later on. Um, yeah. We're looking towards the end of February, probably. End um, of February, possibly into March, depending yeah. on time and interest and whether the world goes back to normal or not. So yeah, so if you're an artist and you're interested, let us know and we'll contact you yes. when we get time. <laughs> anyway thank you again for joining us and we hope to we hope you listen to us again soon (laughs) and this has been tea time with me charlie and me megan